Siddur Snippets is sponsored by Renan Jack Nussbaum, Lila Nishmas Adol Bas Yehuda Tzvi. We are up to the Zion of Ashrei, the seventh sentence of Ashrei. The sentence that begins with the Zion. How do you say the first word? Exactly. So the Vilna Gon, the Gra, has it with a Segol, Zecher. Other editions, notably among them, the Aleppo Codex, has it with a Tzerei, Zecher. This is not like Pasha Zacher. I don't think you have to read Ashrei three times a day and repeat the sentence Zecher and Zecher. Um, however, you should be aware that there are these two different girsos, and each of them has a legitimate back, each of them are appropriate. So Zecher, Rav Tuvcha Yabiu, they will express the memory of your goodness, Vitzidkascha Yiraneinu, and the Jay will be jubilant, they will sing a song about Sidkascha, about your righteousness. If you remember where we left off and the continuation of Ezuz Norasecha Yomeru, the sentence before contrasted, David HaMelech says, Asa prena, I tell a sipur, I tell a story about your gedula, about your greatness, God, your kindness, your graciousness, even that which seems harsh or punitive, at its core really is for our good. However, Yomeru, the other nations of the world, they speak about ve'ezuz norasecha, your o's, your strength. They only perceive it as strength, says David HaMelech, I, Asa prena, I tell the story of your gedula, of your greatness. This next sentence, we've won over the nations of the world. When Hashem has revealed His hand, when we begin to transition into Yemos HaMashiach, when they see Hashem's divine hand guiding the world, then they join the chorus. They too will be sharing a perspective, not of yira, not of fear, not harshness and punishment, but rather ava. They will see God's goodness. They will feel God's love. Even that which was difficult, even that which is challenging, even that which is painful or is suffering, we understand it's all part of God's goodness, justice, and righteousness. We see the tuvcha, zecharav tuvcha, the tov, the goodness in everything. We say the same way, you're mavarchem ala tov, you have to be mavarch al hara. Right now with our limited vision as finite beings, there is that which is perceived by us. It feels it feels right, it feels painful, it feels wrong, it feels, it feels evil. But we understand that really everything is tov. Koman David Rachmana, the tov of it, everything Hashem does. So Zecher Rav Tuvcha, when one lives with that attitude, with that perspective, that vision of the world, then Zecher, we recall the Rav Tuvcha, the tov. We see even which that which feels harsh or punitive, everything really is tov. That word Yabio means, comes from the word Novea. Novea means bubbling over, overflowing. Yabiu is like a ma'ayan, it's like a spring which is overflowing. A person who lives with a consciousness, a mindfulness, a person who lives with a certainty of Hashem in our lives, lives through the filter of Yabiu, which is bubbling over. We're overflowing. A ma'ayan, a misgaber, that sees Hashem in everything, sees Hashem everywhere. Even that which is difficult, even that which is painful. A person can't be silenced. A person can't be quieted. When you fall in love with something, when you're excited about something, you want to tell everyone and you want to attract them to it as well. So the individual who lives life and sees Hashem through this perspective is Yabiu. They're bubbling over, they're overflowing. First half of the sentence is Tuvcha, is Hashem's Tov, is God's goodness when we can see it as good. But the second half, it's Sidkascha Yiraneinu. Tzedakah describes an unearned gift. Sometimes God is good to, good to us, even or especially when we're unworthy when we don't deserve it. Yiraneinu, when do you really sing the song? When you feel tzidkascha, you know, I'm so unworthy, I'm so undeserving, and yet, look at the bracha in my life. Look how things have worked out. 
Look how things have come together. What a tzedakah. Hashem is the ultimate Baal tzedakah. God is the most magnanimous, the most generous, the most gracious. He gives even when I'm undeserving. And for that, Yiranenu. Not only will I bubble over, not even making sense, but just talking about it, but Yiranenu. I am really jubilant. I sing the song when I understand it, Tzidkascha, that Hashem is kind. And that continues into the very next sentence. Chanun v'rachum Hashem, erech apayim u'gdol chasid. Chanun, God is gracious, and he's rachum, he's compassionate, he's merciful. Erech apayim, he's slow to anger, and gedol chasid, he is great in his capacity of chasid. In this world that we now perceive as kulotov, in the world of Rav Tuvcha, even the nations of the world will love that Hashem is accessible, Hashem is visible, Hashem is transparent, so to say. You see Hashem everywhere. He is both Chanun and He is Rachum. This sentence of Ashrei, we're now in the Elul period, we're coming upon Yom Naraim, Slichos. This sentence in Ashrei we say three times a day encapsulates, it's a summary of the Yid Gimel Midos HaRachamim. In this sentence we have a reference to Hashem's divine characteristics of kindness that is contained even within this one sentence of Ashrei. The Sifrei, in the uh, beginning of Parshas Ve'eschan, it says, Ein chanun mokom, Whenever we see the word chanun, it means Hashem's graciousness. We're undeserving. We're unworthy. It's a matnas chinam. It's a gift. Hashem is being good to us, not reciprocating what we've earned, not due to our merit, but chanun is matnas chinam. Why does Hashem give a matnas chinam? Because the root of the word chanun is chain. A person who has chen, that chen that comes across, that charisma, that charm, that graciousness, the chen of Hashem, keviyochol, is His goodness and kindness, even to those who are undeserving. Even to those who are undeserving. We also continue to describe Him as chanun. He gives a chen, a matnas chinam. He gives us a freebie even when we're undeserving. He's also rachum. The word rachum is different than chanun. Rachum means merciful and kind. Where does the word rachum come from? It comes from the word rechem. Or Rechem comes from Rachum. But there's a relationship between the two. There's a maternal instinct, a maternal kindness. A woman from her womb to the fruit of her womb, she bestows an unconditional love, an unconditioning, unyielding kindness. Hashem is described as our father. He's also described in the Navi as our mother. And in this sense, he is Rachum. We come from his Rechem. He has a maternal love for us. Even when we're undeserving, it's unconditional, even when it's illogical. We describe, the Pasuk says, Berogez Rachem Tizkor. We ask Hashem to invoke His Rachum, His kindness, His compassion, when He's Berogez, Broigez. The Yiddish word Broigez comes from Berogez, with anger. When a Kodesh Baruch is Broigez with us, when anyone else would be disappointed, when anyone else would be angry, when anyone else would want to be vengeful, that's when we invoke for Hashem, just like a parent. When a child appeals to a parent, even when a parent should be disappointed, frustrated, or angry, but the child turns on the chain and reminds the parent, I emerge, I come from your rachem. You have to have rachamim on me. That's what we turn to Hashem. Baruch is rachim tizkor, chanun v'rachum Hashem. Hashem has rachamim, Hashem is rachum. We'll pick up with the second half of the sentence tomorrow night.